Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Will. And today, um, much to Will's surprise, we're going to talk about um, <laughs> another episode of What If. Which episode is this? How many episodes are there now? Is I this think the this is sixth? sixth. Yeah. Um, this is What If Killmonger res- Rescued Tony Stark. Okay. No, so It's coming back to me now. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I mean... Basically, it's it's pretty much what I expected. If you think about it, if Tony Stark was rescued and didn't go through all of the events of the first Iron Man movie, then he wouldn't have gone through the heart change, literally and figuratively, that right. he went through, and um, he just wouldn't become Iron Man. And this is a very interesting take on this, because we got to see a little bit more of Tony Stark dealing with stuff um, that, than what we saw before, um, because it's just it was him being him. Uh, so what was your take on the full episode? I mean, I'll just say straight up, um, I didn't really care for this episode so much, um, compared to some of the others. Um, I'm glad it happened. It had its entertaining moments, but overall very, um, I almost say forgettable episode. Like the whole thing could be summed up in a couple of sentences for me. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with what you're saying right now. Um, Mm -hmm. I always think it's interesting when we get to see a lot of these characters in a different light. I like the concept of what the show is doing, you know, showing different things from different perspectives or just in separate universes. Like it's, it's really interesting. This one, however, just kind of felt like a waste of time. (laughs) Um, I don't really know what else to say. And it's really, it's really jarring to see Tony Stark not voiced by Cuba, um, Cuba Downey Jr. Jesus. Listen to me. Hubert Downey Jr. Yeah. That's I just great. did this. I just did that. Yeah. Uh, it's really, it's really jarring. Were you trying to, to mix him with Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yes, I was. That's the, that's exactly <laughs> what I was doing. Don't ask me why. I, but I love how it came out as Cubert. <laughs> Don't ask me why. That's priceless. Oh, I know why. Hubert because um, Jr. I woke up. I woke up a couple of nights ago when my TV was on, and um, a few good men was on, and it was like ah, it was it nice. was it was like that, that end scene where um, was it a few good men? No, it's not a few good men. Whatever movie was was with him and 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 De Niro when they're submarine divers or whatever. Oh. Yeah, I don't recall that. Yeah, I don't. I, but that was on, and like Cuba was on the screen, and I was like, okay, and I kind of just rolled over and went back to sleep. So that's that's why that popped in my head right there. But wasn't that Men of Honor? Men of Honor. Men of Thank yeah, you. with De Niro. Thank yeah, you. Men of Honor. Thank okay. You. Yep. A few good men was Nicholson and um, Tom Cruise, right? You can't handle the truth. Yeah. Yeah, you can't handle the truth. That's okay. I, really similar yep. titles for for those two movies. Wow. Mm. But anyways, it's, it's military. Yeah. Men, exactly. I, I, men. Whatever. Right. <laughs> So anyways, like I was saying, it's really jarring to see Tony not voiced by Robert Downey Jr. And that kind of really took me out of it. It was not I was not expecting it to be that much of a change. Like you can tell why yeah. they got this guy to voice this character. Like they sound enough alike that it's completely passable to like a casual audience. But, you know, right. to to geeky guys like us, we're going to pick things like that up right off the bat. Like first sentence, first word out of this guy's mouth. I was like, "Ooh, no, this is this is not going to work. And I kind of yeah. I, I kind of chucked out just by um by that alone. But other than that, you know, I thought, you know, it was great. You know, the whole Killmonger thing. And um, oh, my God, this the, the actor's name who um who plays that character, Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan. The whole, you know, how could you forget the name Michael Jordan? I know, I know, but the whole, the whole thing there where he's kind of shadow boxing is the whole reference to, um, to Creed and everything else that was going on. I thought was mm-hmm. a really nice touch. That was cool. <laughs> His character was phenomenal. Um, 
yeah, but other than that, it was, yeah, it wasn't, I did not dislike this episode as much as I disliked the zombies, but it's, it, it's uh-huh. not, not one of my favorites. And, and like I said, kind of just, you know, a waste of, a waste of time for me. That's, but that's right. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's just get, kind of get through it. Honestly. Um, I think it's, it's quick. Most things can be told. It's, it's all kind of in a big nutshell. Um, so, I mean, the whole point here is we see Tony who's in the Humvee, not the humdrum V. That's the one that Rhodey was in. Mm. Um, and the thing goes up, you know, they get shot. They go, they pretty much reenact that whole scene for a moment. But then when he goes out there and he's about to get blown up by his own Stark tech, um, Killmonger <laughs> grabs the missile and just tosses it in the air. Like, yeah. okay. And Tony immediately is just like, oh, cool. What are you doing? You got lunch plans? Like, just... Like nothing changed. He and we know at this point, like he's not gonna go through what he went through. There is not gonna be an Iron Man. Got it. You know, right there, that's it. He never had to deal with it. So no Iron Man. Um, Tony makes more weapons, and and at that or decides to when he gets back, and he makes Killmonger the head of security. Which, much to Happy's, you know, dismay, he's like, hey, that was my job. Um, I I love that John Favreau is is actually in these, even though he's really quick. Mm. Um, like he's barely in them. I mean, then again, just for him to go around going blam, 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 blam in the last episode <laughs> was perfect. Um, but here he's just kind of there to be, you know, disgruntled. Um, but you, when they're out there that I forgot what the, um, the reporter's name was the one from, you know, the first Iron Man, right. she's confused as to why he was even there. She goes, your entire unit was stationed 400 clicks away. Uh, so why were you out there to save him? And he, that's when he explains, oh, I found out there was an assassination um, plan to basically take out Tony. And that's when he calls out Obi's plan, you know, and just as usual, he's like, OK, Tony's back. Get out of here. You know, whatever. <laughs> was- he, he, and I love how his he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, I've got proof right here. Oh, I've got receipts. You know, he pulls the whole thing up and shows him this. And um, basically they come and arrest Obadiah. So he's just gone. That's the end of that. So like, again, like all of these um, characters, Iron Monger, I think was that was the character he became in the first one. It's just it's funny. Like they're just wiping out everything from Iron Man saying, I mean, definitely happened. Nothing that could happen is gone. Definitely kind of a plus that Obadiah is taken care of quickly. I mean, we don't have to go through all that again. That's I I, I would I would definitely say that's a good thing. That's great. Yay. Okay. it it was cool. I did think that was interesting, but at this point, Tony goes ahead and makes, um, his name is Eric, right? Killmonger, Eric something makes so. him the new COO. And you know, they sit there and it's funny. He's like, Oh, you know, I'm more of a soldier. I shouldn't do it. And he's just playing coy the whole time, just like rolling with it. But you can tell clearly it's his plan. Like there's so many times in here where you're like, come on, he's clearly playing you, dude. Like, what are you doing? Um, especially in the later scene where they're hanging out in his garage, looking at all the cars and he's like, well, I did have this one idea, and he's like, "Oh, what's that?" He goes, "Oh, you know, never mind." I'm like, "Oh my god, here we go." He's, he's eating out of the palm of his hand, you know. He's got him completely there. Well, I've got my doctoral thesis, you know, Project Liberator. Basically, it's this big Gundam-looking thing um, that is is it's the drone. It's basically the drones, you know. They can make salute. Um, that um, what's his face there, Vankov was making. Um, sets them up, but they find out that they need they need a better power source. Um, they could use vibranium. That would be great. Um, but it's funny as they're going through it, um, trying to figure out a good power source. I love that Tony goes, we can miniaturize an arc reactor. 
nah, that's stupid. <laughs> that just moves on from it. Yeah, right. I thought that was brilliant. Um, but then it said, okay, we need vibranium. And he just happened to have a vibranium ring. Oh, good. We can use that. That's a good start. So what are they going to do to get more vibranium? Um, they're going to go talk to Claw, you know, who is Claw, Claw, how are you pronounce it? Um, but basically Andy Circus. We're going to go talk to Andy Circus. Pretty much. They're over there. Hmm? Pretty much, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> they're over there playing games. Black Panther comes out. And it's funny because they send in Rhodey, uh, you know, pretty much as military detail to go in there and, you know, make the deal with Claw, who is just like, dude, why do you want to work with me? You know, he's like, well, because, you know, we need vibranium and we're going to deal with you. This would have um, this. OK, hold on right now. This would have been a great opportunity, if only for this one little thing to bring back Terrence mm-hmm. Howard. Yeah, you're right. Just 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 it a little been. just yeah. a little not. It would have been hysterical if they did that. I would have laughed. Like if this would have <laughs> that that would have been amazing. In this episode, if, you mean? Just in this one episode. This, they're referencing well, I, I think they're referencing he, Iron he, Man 1. Mm, they're not doing right. any of the other ones. It's everything is going to be changing and you're bringing in Rhodey. Just make it Terrence Howard. Well, I mean, they could, but the thing is they they severed ties with him completely. I know, you know. I still so it's think like, it would have been. If it, was just, if it was just like a, you know, mutual thing, that's one thing. But he was, what, he had so many demands, he wanted a ton of money. And they're like, no, dude. So he probably would have wanted a ton of money just to voice, you know, this, Actually, this scene. Actually, I, I have to correct you here. There isn't a clear-cut reason why ties were severed. Yeah. There's, okay. never, been, there's never been an interview. Nothing's ever, you know, been leaked or, or, or come out about, you know, that separation. There's no clear-cut reason why it happened. <laughs> So mm. until there is, I mean, I'm going to, you know, hope a little bit like this was a perfect opportunity for something like that to happen. Just true. true. Uh, been. I think it would have been cool. Yeah. Well, Black Panther comes down, starts taking these guys out, doesn't take out the Americans. He basically says to Rhodey, he's like, listen, our fight's not with you. You shouldn't be here. What are you doing here? Get out of here. And then at that right after that, Killmonger shows up, takes out Rhodey takes out T'Challa with the sonic taser thing, and and then that's that. And we, we clearly get the idea, like, okay, so he's straight up just doing this for his own reasons. Now, why would we think otherwise? You know, nothing changed except for the fact that he had some level of uh, potential power he could have gotten with working with Tony. But that was not his goal. It was never his goal before. Um, but he's, he's a selfish character. He's doing this all for revenge and, you know, his own whatever. Um, but you get the line from Rhodey, you know, because th- they made this a big um, race thing, you know, which was, I guess, the whole point there with him, again, is, you know, why are you working for the people who kept us enslaved, you know, to Rhodey? And Rhodey's like, you got to be part of the system in order to change the system, you know? And that's a, that's a real, that's a real relative statement when you, when you disagree. Let's just say you disagree with government things, you know, people who really have a strong stance against what some of the government agencies are doing will, you know, get into politics and become part of the government in order to find ways to to kind of manipulate it back to something more, you know, closer to the Constitution, you know, closer to actual freedom. Yeah, until, um, they, see, until they see all those zeros in their bank account, then they start second-guessing why they got involved in the first place. I mean, come on, let's right, be honest. Let's be yeah, honest. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I know. Let's but that's be real, thing. man. Like, rody has been very integrous since the beginning. You know, we've, I mean, yeah. 
Kind so of. I'm not really worried about that, but he, he had a valid point that he was trying to bring back. But the thing is, nobody understands what Killmonger's doing, what his plan is. So he, he's just, at this I, point, I, he okay, returns the, back. The whole, the whole argument about, you know, government and enslavement and everything that you just brought up, it, 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 mm-hmm. it all kind of gets thrown out of the window because I don't think Killmonger really cares about any of that. I think he's just a selfish character. Okay, so, yeah, they return home. Tony knows what happened. Basically, um... He calls it all, basically says this happened, Jarvis saw the whole thing, and he sends in the drone, you know, that Killmonger made to take him out. It doesn't work, though, um, and he comes out, takes him out with, you know, with this uh, vibranium spear, and ends up throwing the thing into Tony's arm, gives him over there, and he's like, dude, we're, we're the same person, you know, Tony's pulling the hose, you know, two kids, lost their dad, wants, for, wants to change the world, blah, 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 and he was like, no, the difference between you and me is that you can't see the difference between you and me. So the whole thing, so the whole <laughs> thing before, when they were talking about, you know, um, government and being part of the system and everything, and I, I, I alluded this to this earlier, I don't think Killmonger actually believes anything he's saying right now, I just think he's after his own selfish gains even here when he says to tony the difference between you and me is you don't know the difference between you and me so whatever his his background is whatever his motivations are that's kind of what i think he's talking about right now i don't think it's anything deeper than that it's not yeah and i'm okay so i've only seen black panther once all the way through wasn't my favorite don't really remember a whole lot of that don't remember a whole lot about Killmonger's character that much so if i'm missing something i apologize but that's just eh. yeah uh, yeah it's it stinks because i think um yeah I, I don't really know what many people i don't know many people who really enjoyed that um so it's just it stinks because that movie could have been really really good um, but it just, I don't know. Even the characters there. I'm not saying that um, it was bad. I'm not saying the movie no. was bad. I'm saying the movie, I'm saying that the, 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 with the exception of, you know, T'Challa there, the, the villains and a lot of the other characters that were in that movie were very forgettable because they weren't mm-hmm. brought into the rest of the series, you know, the way Black Panther was, which. Right. It, it to right. me is is ridiculous. <laughs> like you look at all the other movies, like it was a a a gathering of of characters and all of these you know makeshift ensembles that were you know brought into the Avengers movies. With the exception mm-hmm. of Black Panther, it was just him. Right. So right, right. You could have, I think, a little bit more could have been done with that. I think there's still a chance True. to do a lot with a lot of those characters in the Black Panther movie to make it a little bit more relevant. But it's right. it's you know. It is yeah. what it is. Tis. Anyway, Killmonger gets back home, right? Sends some vibranium back, hidden in a coffin, this, that, whatever. Tony knows what happened. Basically, Char- Jarvis saw the whole thing. Kills him. Difference in you and me. Got it. Kills him. Moves on. Tony's out, and all the security files are erased. Nothing's there. And the military steps in, basically says, okay, that's fine. Let's get these drones in production. Um, they're going full on, like taking over Stark Industries, and basically there's Thunderbolt Ross again stepping in, taking everything into his own hands. Like, nope, sorry, government's in charge. You actually work for me now. Um, Pepper is against this the entire time. You know, she knows she does not trust Killmonger, <laughs> Eric, whatever. I mean, if somebody was called Killmonger, I wouldn't trust them either. So there's that. Um, <clears throat> 
but she doesn't trust him. She knows something's up, but, um, they go out there. Um, what's his face? Um, Claw brings Killmonger to Wakanda. So now he knows where it is and he takes him out, kills him and brings him to Wakanda as a gift. So he can kind of buy his way in, right? That was kind of the plan. And goes in there, gains the trust immediately of T'Chaka, his uncle. Um, Yuri never trusts him, just like Pepper. And basically they're out there like, hey, we have a war coming. Military's coming. They got these drones. We got to take them out. Here's what we got to do. We got to let them into our shields. That way it can, it can cut off the, um, the link so they don't have a, a direct link to the satellite so they can't be you know, controlled by Jarvis. Uh, they go out there, ye Bombay, ye Bombay, um, let the drones in, Umplink is cut off, everything seems good, but Killmonger's got this backup, you know, remote control that basically turns them back on again. Okay. I was so confused that, here. That didn't make any sense. How did that f- fix? I don't see how that little thing in his hand was somehow an Uplink. Well, I understand. I thought, I, I, you know okay, what? him, having, thought, him oh. having an Uplink in his pocket, I buy his reasons and his motives for why he's doing this is what I'm confused about. I'm I just I just remembered something that makes a lot more sense. And this is this is what it is. Um their shield didn't actually shut off the connection. He just he just pressed that button and it shut them down and then sure. pressed the button again and turned them back on again. That actually okay. makes a lot more sense. Okay. You know, he just shut them down and then turned them back on. There was no difference whatsoever. Why he, it was just it was just a ploy just to, just to again at this point he wanted to get the general to believe him and trust him too. They already did. No, the general didn't. T'Chaka did, but it, not the general. Isn't that who he's trying to like recruit to like his <clears throat> cause or like be on his side or something like that? Like, I thought yeah, that was the point. He's, try- he, he's trying to get them on his side exactly. So that's okay. why he goes out there, turns them back on again, says, "I'm going to fight with you." And then takes a bunch of them out, and that's when the general goes, oh, okay, he's on our side, I trust this guy, he's a good fighter, and he just helped us out and saved their life. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but he comes up with this goofy story anyway, like, Tony was a villain, and he must have built a backup transmitter. Some sure. dumb thing. Fights him off, gains the trust of the general. Wakanda forever. Yee Bombay. Alright. And then he becomes the next Black Panther. Okay, and while he's in that, like, Black Panther, like, you know, I drank the herbs dream, he's confronted by the spirit of T'Challa, who's basically asking him all these questions, you know, was it worth it, cousin? You know, it's not really worth anything because you stole it. Power unearned can be a very volatile force, and it can get the best, it'll get the best of you eventually, you know, whether it's on your plane or on ours, you know? Okay, so he's basically threatening him, and he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, and, you know, we don't really know what's going to happen there, but... All we know at this point is the U.S. military is planning to attack Wakanda and try to take everybody out. And again, the two people who didn't trust everything from the beginning, Yuri and Pepper, um, are going to team up at this point to expose the truth. Um, that is the quickest rundown we've ever done for yeah. any of our podcasts. But the, the reality of it is, like, that is it. That's what happened here. <laughs> Nothing was huge. There were some little, little, like, tiny little Easter eggs that happened in it. That, like, when they happen, you're like, oh, that's interesting. But in reality, the episode was a real stinker. It, I, think it was, I think it was the worst one that we've had in the What If series. Um, you know, we can, we can look at it. I mean, I, my question for you, because we were talking about it earlier, is if you were to choose between um, 
Black Panther and Black Widow, which which was the worst movie? <laughs> Black Widow. Yeah, I know. Okay. By far, Black Widow. So, I, I think we just need to keep keep the movies without. I don't know, whatever. Just yeah, I, it, uh, these one offs. They're not you know, they doing really it. Have to make sure. No, they're, they're not. They're, they're not doing it. Um, and it's not just Black Panther and Black Widow. It was you know Captain Marvel. It was. And I hate saying this, but it was you know the Hulk movie that came back oh back in the day. Oh well, and yeah. They're not. They're not great. Well, <laughs> None of these. What movies they've done have with the great. other movies, and this is the thing: it's like so. Captain America: Civil War was an Avengers movie. Every pretty, Spider-Man pretty movie has other. Well, actually, I guess Far From Home didn't really have a lot of um, other characters in it besides Nick Fury. But that's the thing: is like, you know, even then, I mean, yeah, I think. Far from home is its own thing, and they far did a from great job home, with it. it was fantastic. Far from home was Fury, yeah, but far from home was also like the morning of Tony Stark. It had that going for it, like that was a theme throughout that entire film. That's was part of what connected, made that, yeah, exactly. That's part of what made that movie right. good. So that's, you so have, that's the thing is like it's it's these one offs. If they don't have other characters involved, interacting or intermingling in in the story like that, then it's not going to work. Black Widow really had nothing to do with any of the other characters besides, you know, hey Sokovia Accord, you're on the run. That was it. Like, okay, Black Panther again, not really much of a connection. You know, his dad was dead. Okay, this that whatever. They've that, really that's never. About it. Marvel has really never done a good job at starting things because even when you look at the first phase the first well, iron, man, iron man was fantastic though it was not in comparison to the other films in the mcu it's not well, the later best on, that was the first one but um, that's what I, that's what i mean like in comparison to the other movies that are out these when you when you're first starting things off they haven't really done that great of a job the first iron man mm-hmm. film the first captain america movie the first thor movie they're not spectacular out of this world films no no so i i i I just i I have this nagging suspicion like the way that the mcu or the way that marvel studios starts thing it's never going to be very strong it's the reason why i'm kind of skeptical about whatever eternals is going to be i i i I think it's just going to be the jumping off point and it's going to be you know just one of those films is going to be like eh and the story of, of whatever's happening within isn't going to get good until, you know, the third or fourth film that we actually see the characters from that movie. Do you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah, okay. no, it makes perfect sense. But that's, uh, yeah. That's where we're at. That's what Marvel's doing. We'll see what happens. Honestly, it's just, I don't know. After seeing Far From Home... I was I had higher expectations for Black Widow main again after seeing Far From Home and because you know it took like an extra year and a half for it to be released or whatever it's like ugh, you know something good should come out of this um but honestly some of the stuff I'm I'm seeing right now for for new things it's like Marvel is really ramping it up to have a whole bunch of new stuff being released in the next year and yeah. I mean we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes I mean we've got I know it's not Marvel per se, but I mean, we do have Let There Be Carnage coming out. I know it's totally separate, but still like Marvel related stuff. A ton is coming out, you know, between now and a year from now. So um, we will just see how that goes. But that's all I really want to say about this episode. Super quick, super easy. It was there, but 
you know, that's that's how I feel about it. I sure. I don't know. I don't know what's coming out next. Um, because that's if that's the sixth episode, and I believe this nine. That means we got three more episodes, and I have no idea what they're going to be about. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, it'll be a thing when it happens. Uh, it will be. All right. Well, thanks everybody for sticking around and listening. Um, this is our quickest episode ever. Um, <laughs> sure. And <laughs> yeah. Then, however, we'll the night is young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for us. Yes. For us, the night is young. <laughs> All right. You guys have a good one. See you later, everybody. <laughs>